perks of living the misfit life is trying new things with no impunity for how they're going to turn out. And today, I am especially digging that perk because we're trying something fun, something fresh, something brand new, and making misfit history. Oh, yes, we are. Because today, for the first time ever, we're interviewing not just one guest, oh, no, no, but a whole passel of them, four <laughs> to be exact. Pastors, well, yeah, we got pastors, we got everything here, a little bit of everything. Um, because we are interviewing not just for pastors and whatnot, but we're interviewing another podcast is what we're doing, and it's never been done in my misfit life. So you heard me right, things might get a little crazy around here because it is podcast meets podcast today on the Isle of Misfits. I am Nancy Carmichael, by the way, your humble misfit host, and I'm so very excited to be talking with the fellows from the Caffeinated Christian Podcast. Hey, guys. How you doing? How you doing? I heard the word passel in there. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I was hoping you would, you know, you would just pass. It sounded good. Passel. No, it's, yeah, I think, I like, yeah. I did like the idea of already getting, we broke a couple windows already. It's We're, an old timey kind of a word, a passel. I think I read it in a Margaret Mitchell novel. It's a weird way of saying yeah. apostle. Apostle. Yes. A of apostles. That's southern. Yeah. It's a group, yeah. a group of apostles and apostles. <laughs> it's already mayhem, as you can see. So this is Yeah. You can see why I was so looking forward to this. But yeah, so welcome to the four of you. And you all have names, at least first names, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, but yeah, uh, so let let I will introduce you what I know about you. Um, and then maybe we'll talk, you know, about what you do and why you're here. So, yeah, so we have with us today, we have Ryan Willard, hey. who is the host. The I mean, you're all hosts, really, but you're... I'm know, the annoying voice they hear first. He's the smart one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, you're the front man. So, um, yeah, do you sing also? Do you play guitar? I, I think, yeah. play drums, and I sing in the shower okay. and in the car. Sarah yeah. says I'm decent, but I don't believe her. All right, well, you know, <laughs> hey, that's for another show. Yeah, so that's... We'll, we'll delve into yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, ask her again after you've been married for two years. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, and that's coming up, right? September. 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 September 12th, yep. That's very It'll be scary. almost three years together with her, mm -hmm. so. Wow, and I know your future father-in-law, just saying. So, uh -oh. but we can talk about that later, oh, too. Oh, so, we'll, oh I'll, we'll put a pin in all those things, oh. so. All right, and then we also have Pastor Mike Riggs from uh -huh. Centerpoint Community Church. yeah. yeah. How you doing? Hey, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, good. you look good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm okay. a little sleep deprived. We we welcomed uh, our our son into the world at the end of June, so we have a newborn. Yeah, we have a newborn at home, so that's what's exciting in our world. And that explains the sleep deprivation. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So like, I'm coherent enough on Sunday mornings to preach. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it barely. to my staff to decide whether barely. I'm functional during the week. But yeah, it's been good. So our our son, Isaac. He was born seven pounds, five ounces, lost a pound or so because they're expelling all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I hear that happens. Yeah. yeah. Nothing to worry about. But he just no had his... for alarm. He had his one-month checkup this week, and he is 10 pounds, four ounces. All so right. The so is, you're doing something right. Yeah, he is. Yeah. he's fat and happy, so nice. we are... Yeah. That's but nice. we're, we're That was my nickname like in high Buddha. school. Fat and happy? <laughs> fat and <Yep>. happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't go there from my high school days, but yeah, moving right along. Um, so, Pastor, so welcome, Pastor Mike. Thank you. Welcome. Even though, I, oh, I did I mention this? So, I'm welcoming you to my podcast, but really, what you don't know, people, if the sound quality is better than my normal podcast, or worse. it's because <laughs> they have graciously 
hosted me. I'm here in their digs, which are really quite nice. So anyway, welcome and thank you. Thanks for being here. And now we have Pastor, is it, do you go by Stephen or Stephen? Stephen, yeah. Stephen yeah. Mannion. Yes, so we have St Pastor Stephen Mannion from Faith and Emmanuel United Methodist Churches of yeah. Lancaster. Did I get that right? You got it right. I got it right. One, I read well, one's it. in yeah. Lancaster, one's in Notre Dame. One's in, okay, I have West Falls, yeah. but you would know better than me. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is technically West Falls. Okay, so. right on the right. Cusp, right? So I guess, yeah, right yeah. on the line. All right, so I guess um, yeah. Google got it right. So yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, welcome. Thank you for being okay. here. Yeah. All right, and last but not least, uh, we have a guy named Bradley, and that's all I can tell you. Yep. Yeah, unless you want to tell us anymore. No, that's all you need to know. That's all we need to know. <laughs> he has no okay. last name. It's redacted. Yeah. Yep. So we're not gonna we're not gonna press not today anyway. Um, but yes, yeah, so his wife will only find out his last name on their wedding day. Really? That's right. I've heard about couples like that. After the wedding's over. <laughs> <laughs> and it's too late to back out. Yep. All right. Well, I gotta say, so this brilliant idea first came, actually, we owe it all to Ryan, because Ryan approached me, I don't know how many months ago, uh, you started it, so it's your fault, you invited me on your show for another hat I wear, mm -hmm. um, but you were so nice to me, I thought, heck, I'm going to just push this to the <laughs> limit, and uh, I need more friends in my life, so the world needs to know, um, I figured the world needs to know what you're doing, so that's that's why I'm here today, because I want to find out more about what you're all doing. Me? Well, you, you and everybody. Wow. You, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you can start. Sure. Yeah, so, Tell me what you're doing. What are you doing? So as we said, I'm getting uh, married in September, September 12th, to my fiance Sarah Cornell, who her father, her father I know. introduced us because he he works with you guys over there at, uh, does he not work or volunteer? Or what, what? He, yes, he is one of our very, yeah, really avid volunteers. I don't know if avid's the right word, but he's, yes, he's a very active volunteer. Yeah, and so he, he's like, I, we have someone, I got a ministry that you should reach out to. They'd be love to come on, and I think it would be good for your listeners to learn and uh, know more about the ministry. So we had Nancy come on and talk about Sunrise Ministry and it was just a, it was a great podcast. Yeah. We had, we had a good, good reviews on that podcast. I'm so yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm mildly shocked, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the material because Sunrise is a great ministry and yeah. very, very privileged to be involved in, in, in that ministry. So, yeah. so besides uh, doing the podcast, I actually own a small company with my uncle uh, for self-storage facilities. So I was blessed to be able to have that. It's been going on a decade now. But on top of that, I started a ministry called Meeting on Main Ministries about six or seven years ago. And the purpose of the ministry was designed to come alongside or fill a gap within the Christian ministry in the Buffalo area that I saw that was needed. And so it's more of an apologetic ministry to teach apologetics, to teach philosophy of theology, philosophy of science, and to just bring uh, people in to dive more into scriptures on different, a different type of level than one can particularly do on a Sunday morning with the crowd there. And I like, like I said, I like to call it, I come hand in hand with the local church rather than like replace them. It's more of a it's great Sunday mornings with church you go to, but if you want to dive deeper into different topics that maybe they can't talk on, we have a we have a platform to do that as well. So I've been doing that. Um, COVID kind of took the in-person meetings out a little bit, so I've been doing more online stuff. And then I decided, stupidly, but it wasn't stupidly, but it was a good idea, to go and get my doctorate in theology and apologetics. So right now I am a few months away from finishing the coursework 
for the doctorate, and then I move on to the thesis and dissertation section um, next year. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I to call him Doctor Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I'm losing. I've had a lot more hair. Will you make all your friends call you Doctor. No, right, for, no. You know, like at your wedding, is it? I know. Pronounce you Doctor. <laughs> yeah, he won't be a doctor yet. Wife, yes. No, I doctoral candidate and wife. Yeah, I think does Sarah get that? How does that work for? Titles. I'm not sure. It's like a pastor thing where, you know, some pastor, I guess there are pastors that are both Reverend married, doctor. You know, yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the Reverend. She has to call Mrs. you honey doctor. doctor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really interested in apologetics and my, uh, my goal is to be familiar with a lot of, mostly a lot of topics like history of scripture, archaeology and stuff like that. But I really want to focus and become scholarly on three main topics. It's sort of like a mere Christianity type approach where it's um, um, questions on God's existence, defense of the resurrection. And then the third topic I really want to concentrate on is uh, human sexuality on all, all across the field when it comes to that. Because I think in today's day and age, a lot of high schoolers and college kids, it's a, they're talking about this topic, and I think there needs to be a good apologetic and a good philosophical viewpoint from the Christian faith in re, uh, with regard to that topic. And I think that's another type of thing this area needs too, which I'm um, luckily be able to do that, hopefully, for them once oh, it's, yeah. all, once it's well, all done. It's, right. Yeah, in my opinion, I think that is one of the defining issues of our day because it even mm-hmm. speaks more to relationships and how things work. It speaks to identity. But, oh, I'm so getting ahead of myself because yep. I want to <laughs> dive into all these things. But we got things to do before that, my friends, because I think I gave you fair game. And, well, boy, now I'm, now I'm conflicted because I want to head right into it, but I haven't really... Heard from the rest of you. You so, can go to yeah, them. I'm taking too much time. You're already losing listeners. You're already losing listeners. They're oh, like, no, you're off the- No, they're on the edge of their seat. <laughs> but, um, sure. all right, I'm going to hold off on my, yeah. Ryan's much more interesting than us and, and way more intelligent. I could, I could summarize my life in a much more succinct right, way. This is Pastor Mike yeah. speaking. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Even though I He's- preach for 40, 45 minutes every week. But, um, so I pastor here at Center Point Church. And uh, our mission here is to give every man, woman, and child repeated opportunities to see, hear, and respond to the gospel and become fully devoted followers of Christ. Uh, So I've had the privilege of being here for the better part of two years now. And most of that time has been through COVID, which has been a really interesting season to pastor in. Oh, sure. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) It's crazy, and the craziness isn't over yet. Um, But... uh, but yeah, uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun outside of pastoring the church. Uh, I have a, a wife and two children, so my wife Bethany, and uh, we have a three-year-old Everly and our, our uh, one-month-old Isaac, and they they keep us very busy. Two dogs and a cat. And I have two dogs and a cat. So a dog that throws up everywhere. He has a dog that's like four hundred years old. Uh, <laughs> he, he is in dog years. He's like mm-hmm. super super old. Next year he'll legally, you know, if he were a human, be able to drive. He's the Methuselah of dogs. Yep. He won't die. Yeah. Nice. Yep. We bought a we bought a puppy with the intention of him dying soon, and and it's been like over a year. He's not dying. Yeah. Well, he hasn't gotten the memo Just, yet. No. <laughs> no. He can't see. Well, they say puppies keep older dogs younger, so you you know. They do. Yeah. So that that explains that. But the the guy can't see or walk. He barks at literally nothing when he's outside. <laughs> Like I look, he, well, maybe he's, he's seeing you know, things that you don't see. He sees like dead people. He might I be think. seeing the spirit <laughs> room. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but 
Yeah, that's. I mean, that's my life in a nutshell. Hey. I don't. I don't, ha- I don't live ex- as exciting of a life as Ryan. So. It sounds exciting yeah. to me. All the dogs, oh, the cats, the babies. But it's it's, the it's mostly yeah. it's mostly like changing poopy diapers, cleaning up dog poop, mowing the lawn, like. Typical husband stuff. Mike does a lot so, of feces. Hey, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. I really do. Right? It's a wonderful <laughs> life. I think there's something to be said for significance. So, yep. which, yeah, so awesome. All right, so coming on down the line. I also Pastor have Stephen. a much simpler life than Ryan. Uh, I'm married to an awesome woman. And Mike is also married to an awesome woman. He just oh, forgot to, he just forgot to say it. Different oh, women. Be- be- beautiful <laughs> yes. woman too. Uh, yes. yes, not the same woman. Yes, no. all, Dif- all, different, okay. different, different women. All three, okay. We might have a, we might have a conversation going. <laughs> all three of us are out, went out of our league. So mm-hmm. hey, not going to complain about that. I literally yeah, asked Sarah the other that. day in a joke, in jest, but also like, what were you thinking? Yeah, like, <laughs> are you sure? Like, what's happening right now? When am I going to wake up? You're not going to like run away from the altar or not show up, right? <laughs> well, I keep going like this. The next few week, next few months need to happen just so it's like, let's get this marriage in. Like, can we do this tomorrow? Like, just to make sure. Oh, she's not changing her mind. She's no, in. She's in it. No. Yeah, she's in it to win it. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say. I'm a pastor at two churches, two Methodist churches. I try to keep my sanity because I'm a biblical, traditional Methodist pastor. So I'm a, a my, minority. Um, mm-hmm. The mission of uh, my mission in my church is to make as much money as possible. No. <laughs> Wait, didn't John Just Wesley kidding. say something about that? Yeah, make as much, save as much, give as much. Yeah. Uh, something like that. But our yeah. mission actually yeah. is to fulfill the Great Commission by uh, practically and radically living out the Great Commandment. Mm. Practically and radically. I like mm-hmm. that. There's a juxtaposition yeah. there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But they do yeah. dovetail very nice. Pract- I'm writing that down. As you speak, practice. I'm not going to steal it, but I'm just going to yeah. write it down. Do it. Yeah. All right, I'll steal it. Don't even quote them either. All right. Yeah, no, just don't even give them credit. Yeah. I think I stole it from somebody. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Then fair is fair. Well, I'm just thrilled. And, and Bradley, I don't know. Can can we know anything more about you? Is that okay? I don't know how this works. I'll let it slide for once. I guess. Okay. All right. Everything but your last name. Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, so I work full time in order to pay for school, which I go to school for full-time for media and communications. Nice. And then I also work here, and I have to deal with these three all the time, mainly Ryan. Oh, nice. I have to clean up after Ryan. That's true. Really? Is he messing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? I, I mean, have no idea. I don't see any messes right I, now. I, I, he's on because you clean right them. Now. I have so much respect for Sarah for marrying him, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's not listening. We heckle oh, Ryan. She is. She oh, she okay. is. Okay. Uh, yeah, so then um, also I have to one-up Mike. I've worked here for the better part of Five years at some Five point. Five years. He's yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So he was here pre-COVID. He knows what life used to be like. He was. Yeah. Well, I was life. briefly, but not for yeah. long. I mean, you you know, you know, knew what life was like, I I'm did. assuming, before COVID. I did. Bradley makes life as here. much from the yeah. church as he does from us for this he podcast. He wasn't born so. yesterday. Zero. I actually mm-hmm. make more from the church than I do here. Yeah. I make three times zero. I do. I don't tie this so well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Zero times three. So I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. Yeah. So that's me. I do. I, uh, I work here as uh, I'm the head of video production and everything like that. So I do live streaming, broadcasting, uh, video editing. He's single. And then I also... He's single, oh ladies. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Not this okay. again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I also do uh, let's sound. Make a, let's make a... Yeah. I, I'm going to stop well. talking now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting myself up for Can't help it. <laughs> Hey, well, I'm really just so thrilled to be speaking with all of you today. And, you know, like I said, my goal, my goal today is simple. So I want to hear all about you, which we've heard some, but, I, you know, your lives, your hopes, your dreams, 
And if that's too much, uh, I'd say, you know, I'll settle for just hearing about what caffeinated Christians do. But first, but first, as I warned you, and you were kind and were naive enough to accept my invitation pre-recording um, <laughs> to what I like to call a stupid game. I like it. And, and this is where I think in the post-production, I need to like get like a like a stupid game. Yeah, there, thank you. Oh my gosh. Wow. They're advanced. I was thinking like a jingle. You got a jingle in there? Stupid game. Um, they're good. They are good. <laughs> All right. And so this is how... I'm inspired. It's like yeah. the German Olympics. It's the Soviet yes. National Olympics. I feel like, Olympics. yeah. Yep. Should we be putting our hands over our hearts right now? You gotta hold it near like a yeah. fist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, No, no Ohio anybody's there. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that inspiration. I even So all the more, it just... Oh, what am I even trying to say? I don't know, but I'm so excited now to play this stupid <laughs> game with you. And I, I often... I, I have a tradition of crafting the stupid game for my guests in the time-honored tradition like of it. our forefathers based on something that I know about you. <laughs> so the lowest hanging fruit, actually, obviously, you know, caffeinated Christian, so we're going coffee, right? All right, so we got to do coffee because, yeah, what else are we going to do? It's what brought us all together today. So um, we have BuzzFeed to thank. BuzzFeed has a little quiz. So he, this is the name of the quiz, and then we're going to decide how we're going to go about this game. So uh, the name of the game is, what type of coffee are you? Oh. Mm. Mm. So this is where you have to, you can confer among yourselves for a moment or eye contact, however you need to get there. So it's got to be one of two things. Either one of you is going to represent all of you and take this quiz because we can only do it once, or you all decide as a composite what your answer is. We'll, we'll composite that. We can do that. Okay. All Let's right. Composite quickly. They have chosen. Yep. Can we have a little pause? Are you sure? Yeah, Ryan's the yeah, spokesperson. Yeah. Okay. I'm there you go. Thank you. Nice. I'm compositive. Okay. So we're just going to go right on down the line, and this is going to tell you. Then at, by the end of this podcast, you're going to know collectively what your podcast personality is. Wow. So, so you're right. welcome. I got a it's going to be like tea. Pretty good idea. In public service. It's going to be a Lipton tea. Okay. All right. Question. <laughs> and there calf coffee? Multiple? That'd be terrible. <laughs> You'll find out. Soldiers. It's <laughs> that one that we had last week. Yeah. Oh, that. Ooh. <laughs> all right. We're all on the edge of our seat. Okay. Here we go. Question number one. These are multiple choice. Unless, well, you can shout something out, but it may or may not be one of the choices. Okay, question one. What do you like to do first thing Saturday morning? Do you like to go for a walk? <laughs> Whatever pleases you. Check social media. Work out. Or catch up on work. Social media. Probably social media. Social right. media. Or like whatever. all of you? Bathroom. Right. No. Okay, that is not one of the choices, okay. although we could fit. I guess whatever pleases you. That <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. those four. Yeah. Right. Just that one. Yeah. Oh, no, wait a minute. Oh, Social media? Yep. Whatever pleases you. Whatever pleases one. you, we'll go yeah. with whatever pleases you. Whatever mine's never the same with children. That's true. Yeah. Well, that is true. Yeah. Yours might be the bathroom, but right, well, other people's bathrooms. Yours is whatever. Yeah, well, well, going to the bathroom is a team sport with right. my, my daughter. Right. You know, she, she follows you in sometimes. Nancy's yeah. trying to keep us moving. So yours is whatever pleases them. So it all fits. All right. Okay. It does. I'm going. I'm trying to. Okay, we're in. Okay, question two. Where would you like to vacation? Here are your choices. And only these choices. <laughs> Colombia, Ethiopia, 
Hawaii, California, New York, or France? Ethiopia. Sure. Because of the coffee? Ethiopia. They, got, they do I'm, have I'm going to feed all of Ethiopia. I want water. So you want Running water. Um, I'd say Colombia. 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 I'll go with Colombia. They have good coffee, too. All right. Yeah. All right. That's your collective answer? You're sure? All right. I don't want to pressure you, but I'm pressing the button. All right. Question three. What would you like for breakfast? A bagel with cream cheese? A butter croissant? Vanilla bean scones? Or an egg and cheese breakfast sandwich? Egg and cheese. Egg and cheese. Egg and cheese. Okay. They're... I feel like I use yeah. the bagel as an excuse to eat the cream cheese. Pretty much. That's true because cream cheese on its own. Yeah. It's just. But it's good. Gonna, I love yeah, cream cheese. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. You need you need texture or something with it. I don't know. All right. I. So it is, and so it shall be. Okay. Now we're now we're moving along to your your dwelling mm. preference. Mm. What style house would you live in? Farmhouse rustic. Traditional, modern, Victorian, or I'm going to give you two more: mid-century modern or farmhouse modern. I know it's a lot or of choices. Me Victorian. Yeah. Uh, me. Victorian. Just, wow. Mo it's very modern. Sensitive. Just plain modern. modern. Yeah, you got two votes for modern. modern. Say modern. Okay. Modern. Modern as opposed to mid-century modern. So the, the popular vote's yeah. modern then. Modern. Okay. Yeah. Modern it is. Okay. Maybe a mo the modern Victorian should have been it, yeah. a choice. I don't know what that would be, but like Jane Austen with the lava lamp or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. What is your favorite thing to do on vacation? Would you like to take sleep. a guided tour? I don't see sleep as an option, but yeah, that would probably be my be. husband and my daughter's favorite. But okay. Uh, go to museums. My husband would also like that. Uh, hike the mountains. Relax on the beach. Shop till you drop or run on the trails. That sounds good to you. Mm, probably beach. Beach? Yeah, yeah beach. relax because you, yeah. right, you could. All right, because you could sleep yep. on the beach because that's the least is amount of work. Technically relaxing. Hiking okay. is not vacation. It's I have Amazon so yeah. I can yeah. shop on the beach too. Yeah. I hiked the gorge yesterday. In fact, <laughs> yes, I have my niece here sitting next to me. She's been very quiet even though she has her own show. But we hiked the Niagara Gorge yesterday. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. bonus material. I'm just telling you that for free. It was beautiful. Okay. But you are all beach people, and actually that sounds good to me, too. Which American city? This is a long quiz. I hope there aren't no, too many more questions, but I think I did this, so I think we're coming in for a landing soon. Uh, okay. Which American city would you like to live in? Don't even bother saying anything in California. Just skip those. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, yeah, well, I, all right. This first one, we'll see, we'll see how much you like this first choice. Portland, Oregon. New York City. Park City, Utah. Never heard of it. Um, I've heard of Utah. Better than the other choices. Charleston, South Carolina. Stowe, Vermont. Lots of good skiing there. Oh. Um, mm. And San Francisco, California, even though you said not to mention Vermont. I'd say South Carolina. For South, South, Carolina. Carolina. South Carolina. I'll go South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty. Yeah. Very humid this time of year, though, but pretty. I, I don't mind the heat, so okay. right. South Carolina. All right. Air conditioning. All right. Okay. There's another question. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving, New Year's, Fourth of July, Easter, Christmas, or Valentine's Day? Fourth of July, America. America. Christmas. America. Christmas. Christmas. Fourth Christmas, of totally. Christmas. What do you say, July? Riley? Fourth of July. All right, so uh, what's, what's your consensus? Okay. What one? Scissors. Okay, the rock, paper, scissoring it. <laughs> Two, 
Christmas! Christmas wins! It wins! It's a great day. I can't believe you guys hate America. It's great, too. You haters. All right, if you had to pick, would you pick a mug or a... Oh, I'm sorry. Pick a cup or mug to drink your coffee out of. So a big mug, a diner mug, a mug with a saying on it, a pithy little saying, a to-go cup, which I'm holding now, a glass mug or a cup with a dome lid. A mug that says dad fuel on it. Pissy, yeah. pithy, pissy, pissy. I gotta go. Is that what you? <laughs> World's greatest pastor. Um, all right. Is it the mug with the saying yeah. on it? Is that okay? For sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, finally says. Lastly, what would you rather do on a Friday night? Watch a movie and chill. Go to a party. Read a book. Watch a documentary. Have people over for dinner or play card or board games? Movie. 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 Yeah, yeah unanimous. First unanimous. Yeah. I'm, re I'm reading all, right. all week. I don't want to read more. All right. Yeah, all right. Exactly. It's unanimous. All right. They're tallying the results. You want to know? Do you want to know? What do you, what do you guys think? Right. We're going to be like we drag Starbucks. This out? Should we, let's go to a commercial cash. break now. We'll be back with the results right after this commercial break. Except I don't have any commercials, so I don't know. You got a sound effect we can put in here just to drag this out? Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't have drum rolls. All right. It's time to find out what kind of coffee you are most like. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I'm sure you're ready. Here okay. we go. All right. I'm ready to read it. Okay. You like to have fun, but you also know when to be serious. You don't really care much about what other people think of you, but honestly, most people like you. You're always down to take a nice vacation. You are mocha. The caffeinated Christian is mocha. That's not, that's not, mocha. That's, that's what it says. That's what BuzzFeed like a, like says. Like a cafe mocha? Sure. Like that's yeah. Chocolate chocolate chocolate. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Okay. A little seriousness, a little fun in there. I like I'll that. I'll take it. You'll take it? That's a good mocha. What was your result for you? I was mocha, actually. Oh, that's why we match yeah, up. So that is why we as match up. As long as it's not decaf. That's the only thing. Embarrassing. All right. So we're playing... I'm shamelessly lifting. My daughter was a barista at a certain chain, uh, coffee chain. So this is the coffee that she used to bring home. So I'm giving yeah. it to you. Can I mention their name? I, they're not paying me, but I, go ahead. Starbucks, yeah. Cafe I like Starbucks. Starbucks, yeah. So awesome. It's, yeah, Dark I think it's good. Appreciate that. That's great. Coco. So yes, thanks for playing. Awesome. Mike can take that yeah. home and grind it. Yeah. I used to have Misfit Careful. mugs, or but I ran grinder. out of them. So if I ever get them again, they'll all be coming your way. So. I'll, I'll take it home and grind it. Yeah. Right. yeah. Awesome. So right congratulations. Oh, that's hilarious. It's, it's we have a big dark one. cocoa. It is dark cocoa. It Look was meant that. to be. Awesome. I didn't, yeah, it's I did not like fix the results. So, yeah, but I'm drinking. Yeah. You, they, they gave me coffee, and it's really it's really good. What would you say? It was Cinnabon? It's Cinnabon from uh, Bones. Bones Coffee. From Bones Coffee. Yeah, all Bones right. Coffee. Well, thanks, Bones Coffee. You're really nice. Was, well, they don't give it to us. Oh, well. The only one that's given us coffee really nice is coffee. Uh, New, New Day. Day Coffee. Yeah, New Day. Oh, they're really nice. They're the nicest ones of all. They yeah. are. They've given us multiple yeah, bags. See? I know. All right, New Day. Just remember me. Remember that I said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for playing. And now I suppose we should get down to business. So here's my first big question. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. Why caffeinated Christian? Tell me the story. Tell oh. me a story. We like caffeine. Next question. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Brad, Bradley yeah. kind of was... Interviewing one or one. We're going to hand this over to Bradley because Bradley was sort of the, he linked the us melting together. joint mm -hmm. of hearing what these guys wanted to do and hearing what I wanted to do and sort of mm -hmm. it actually brought us together to do this. So Bradley was more the main catalyst when it comes to the caffeinated... We're talking Christian. about like a joint in a body, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, that yeah, kind of, yeah. yes, so, thank you. Thank you for that clarification. <laughs> yes. 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 Sorry. yes. Yes, you can send your emails to well, it is your legal email address. Now. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So uh, State, not federal. No, yeah. This is true. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Bradley, so, tell us. Yeah, so we had, uh, well, I guess I should start from at least the beginning, at least. So Ryan, his media on main ministry, um, I had been trying to record Ryan's ministry for a while because his sermons take so many many pages of notes. I, I take so many notes when I go to listen to him and my hand was getting tired. So I wanted to have um, video and I figured if people missed it, we could record it. And uh, I was having issues recording it. And then Ryan and I talked about doing like a radio show podcast um, where he gets to talk about hot button issues and talk about it theology, um, theologically. And then uh, right around the same time is when Mike started be, to be our pastor and uh, Mike was telling me that he and another pastor were talking about doing a podcast and they needed a producer. And so I mentioned to Mike that Ryan had been uh, looking to do a podcast. And then Mike was like, oh, we should combine them at some point, like jokingly. And then COVID happened. And then uh, Ryan couldn't do his ministry because of the COVID restrictions. His building is really small. Um, so we couldn't do meeting on Maine and we had the space here at our church and we had live streaming capabilities. So I offered to Ryan, if he wanted to come do a meeting on Maine episode at our church, hosted by our church and kind of combine the two ministries. And, uh, so we did and it turned out really well. Um, we had a tons of positive feedback and it was over like a thousand views at this point. Um, well, actually, it had like a thousand views within the first really? like two days, mm -hmm. um, which nice. was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after that, uh, Mike was talking to Ryan, and he really liked Ryan. And then, shockingly, I, yeah, yeah, I know, right? right. For some reason. Uh, so then after that, we was it fisticuffs the first time? No, you liked each other. Yeah, at yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. So what was the shock? You know, I'm sorry to interrupt, but now I want to know why. Yeah. He doesn't like him anymore. Not quite okay. as much. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. It's okay. declined over the time. Okay. Um, so then after that, we, um, Mike wanted to talk to Ryan more about doing this podcast. And uh, we got together on Zoom on April 13th. Some, somewhere Some, in April. It was like it was like the second week of April. Yeah, and so we the four of us zoomed. The four of us zoom called each other for the first time, um, and then we were talking about like ideas for the podcast. So Ryan brought all these people that he wants to have on the show, and all these discussions he wants to have. Mike and Stephen brought their own. I brought my own, and then we talked about the technology we'll need to start up the show, uh, and then we were talking about like names, and so I brought up the idea of. Um, having a conversation at a coffee shop um, because Ryan, I used to be in his high school small group um, at uh, the church that he goes to. And so uh, I had mentioned um, we used to go out for coffee before uh, church that night or the youth group that night. Every, every, Wednesday. every Wednesday we'd go out to, for coffee. Um, and so we would always have our big discussions then rather than after in small group or whatever because we always could talk about anything versus being defined to a lesson. And so I mentioned we should have like a coffee shop conversation and Love that's it. where uh, Caffeinated Christian came from. Your podcast yeah. was born yeah. We, yeah. we batted around a few different names and I, I mentioned Caffeinated Christian think, and that, that stuck with everybody. I, think I like it. Like it. Yeah, I think Coffee Christianity was like the big one 
Mm-hmm. And then caffeinated Christian came mm-hmm. over. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's catchy and it, yeah, it's, you know, it speaks of yeah. high octane energy, right? Right. Because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then the, all the intro music and stuff came from like what coffee shops would play. So it's all like yeah. light jazz. It all ties together beautifully. Yes. Really. Yes. I need some misfit music. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do have a theme, but yeah. So, the, okay. So, yeah. So, a podcast was born, and how long have you been doing this? Since last October. Last yeah. October. Yeah, almost wow. a year. So you're a so baby we, podcast. We were recording in August of last year, but we okay. started publishing episodes last October. Right. Okay, so now is probably a good time to uh, let's let me let me share your bio because we haven't done that yet. So we we're learning all about you, but I might as well read it because I wrote it down. So this I got this right off of your thing, so I can't screw it up unless I don't read it right. So the caffeinated Christian is about providing thoughtful and charitable conversations around pressing cultural issues and personal stories, all explored through the lens of a Christian worldview. These topics range from human sexuality to racial injustice. We even get into topics such as aliens. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. The guys at the Caffeinated Christian regularly, regularly, (laughs) say that. Everybody, let's say that. Ready? One, two, three. Regularly. Regularly. That's not easy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, They regularly bring in guests that encourage listeners to think hard which will challenge or perhaps maybe even change their worldview. And I like that. That was the thing that jumped out yep. besides regularly, but think, <laughs> think hard. And I, I think mm-hmm. the reason that that jumps out to me is I, I think that's something, that's a precious commodity mm-hmm. these days. Yeah. Thinking hard or thinking mm-hmm. <laughs> just in yeah. general. Yeah. The ability to think critically has been lost in our culture right. for sure. And, and thinking brings in other commodities such as time such as resources. So it involves a lot of aspects of a person's life. Right. Right. So here, okay. So what are you, what are you all thinking about these days? What's in your mind? Oh, how to be a good father and husband. That's, and pastor. That's, that's what my focus has been on. Yep. Yeah. That's a big topic. How to disciple people. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've been thinking a lot about the direction our nation's going, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's yeah. There's another topic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess for me, I've been thinking since I work with the apologetics and trying to establish sort of methodology that churches can incorporate. How to one communicate the need for apologetics and how to teach it, as well as how to get people who are so involved with social media that believe one line sentences and everything they hear is truth. Yeah. How to really sound bites, right? Yes. Yeah. Dissect information and present it in a good way to lead people to truth. And I think it's getting tougher. Yes, because you just said dissect, which okay, so this is what where my mind went right away. So right. it's it's interesting because we live in a soundbite culture and from that, it's more easy to, uh, what's the opposite of dissect, to extract or extrapolate from mm-hmm. little sound bites when we don't get the full context or the full story because all we're hearing are these little sound bites. Right. So how do we dissect a sound bite, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. I guess for me, I, I, I have two phrases. I call it social media scholars. Mm-hmm. Usually when I have a conversation with people on tough topics, I, 
uh, it's like, oh, you just quoted Ben Shapiro's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what you just did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yes. I think there's a distinct, parroting, right? yeah, I yeah. think, or like a bumper sticker theology. I yep. don't, I don't like that either. Yeah. Um, I think one of the important things to do as we talk to Greg Koch on the podcast is to ask questions to these two people who do that. And cause there's a distinguishment between, um, knowing what you're saying and having knowledge of what you're saying. And I think a lot of people know what they're saying. They don't have knowledge of the topic in reference to what they're saying. So what I, I really try to make them almost have the burden of proof. If you're going to say a statistic that you've read, I'm going to go, okay, what do we mean by this? When you say this term, what do you mean by this? Can, how does this lead into this? And I just try to ask them a ton of questions to um, extrapolate if they know what they're talking about or if what they're talking about is true or not. Um, so I think for me personally, it's, I th- it's more personal conversations. I think a lot of times we need to get off the social media to have these conversations and really just be willing to converse. You mean like interacting? Interacting, like be human like with person? other people. Right. Oh gosh, I don't know about Wait, that. Like, like talk to somebody? Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, face to face, right? Uh, no, no, but I, I seriously, I, I, yeah, yeah, I love, I love how you put that—the burden of proof—and, and it doesn't have to be mean or no. even adversarial, yeah. but yeah. So my thing is why, right? So what is the the why behind your what? Because I, I just have this little theory that mm-hmm. most, most people don't necessarily. It's not that they don't know why they believe what they believe, but most people aren't necessarily able to articulate it right. because they haven't stopped long enough to to do what you you're talking about. Well, all right, let's let's flesh that out. So mm-hmm. you just said that why do you believe that? Mm-hmm. Or what is, you know, where do you where do you get that reference from or you know, and we're just moving so quickly, mm-hmm. we don't take time to think, "Oh, well, why do I believe that? Am yeah. I just repeating the talking head yeah. that, you know, Ben Shapiro or Rachel Maddow or whoever, you know, we we go to?" Mm-hmm. Um yeah, rather than, okay, but do I really believe this for myself? Exactly. Right. And does yeah. what you're saying you believe fit within the rest of your worldview? Or are you just, as like you said, stating sound bites that don't interact well with how you think? And I think that's a huge thing. I think a lot of people are very topic specific and they don't realize there's a more foundational understanding of everything needs to relate to each other well or something is going on with your worldview that needs to be readjusted. And so I think today we just hit on hot button topics because that's what media talks about, that's what the news talks about, rather than focusing on foundational aspects of what we truly believe and how does that then filter into these other hot button topics. So I think we kind of go in the wrong direction when it comes to these things. Right, okay, Bradley's raising his hand. You can't see it, but I did. on top of like knowing what you believe, um, like knowing like why you believe it is really good, but actually like practicing it is another thing. Oh, come on. So, you're taking it too far. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But like if you sit there and you say, you know, I, I believe in Jesus, or this is a better example, I think. But, um, it, you know, if you say like, oh, I love Josh Allen, I follow Josh Allen everywhere, like Josh Allen is my hero. But if you're walking down the street and you see Josh Allen getting beaten up on the side of the road, are you going to go help Josh Allen? Like that, that's a different step. And I think a lot of people just say, oh yeah, I, I love Josh Allen. I, I follow Josh Allen around, but they wouldn't actually go help Josh Allen out. Yeah, I'm fond of him. Well, that, you're on your own, Josh. Yeah. Part of that's the heartbeat behind the podcast too, because you see a lot of people um, 
interacting with one another, they're not really having a, a, a dialogue. They're, mm-hmm. they're having a severe disagreement and they're getting, getting very angry at one another. And they're having most of these conversations over social media where you're not face to face and you're, you're interacting with, at least in your mind, a set of disembodied ideas rather than uh, an embodied, ideas. like mm-hmm. an embodied person, an mm-hmm. actual human being. Mm-hmm. Without, in, and what social media has allowed us to do is um, like really, really put these words out into the internet without thinking about the consequences. What that's doing to the other person on the other side of the screen where we are trying to model how do we have conversations around really difficult topics without getting at one another's throats. Now, I think to some extent it's easy for us to do that because in a lot of ways we're like-minded, but we don't see eye to eye on everything. Yeah, We've challenged one another on specific Mm -hmm. thoughts and and premises that we've held. Yeah. And, you know, you can disagree without being disagreeable. And I think think we're trying to model that in what we're doing. Absolutely. And I think to what Mike said... Uh, when it comes to social media, I think if I would add to that, I think social media allows people to put things out in the information sphere without putting work in first to make sure th- they have the right to do that. I th- so I think there's a distinction between rights of do I have freedom of speech versus ought I say this? Ooh, yes, I- Jeff, Jeff Goldblum said it best in Jurassic Park. Your scientists were so concerned about whether they could whether they should, yeah. They forgot to ask whether they should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I think... My pe- philosophical interjection. Still one of the best movies. And he's yeah. from Pittsburgh, by the way. See, yeah. I used to live in Pittsburgh. <clears throat> we haven't even talked about that, but no, yeah. but go on. Yeah, I think they just, I think people today just, man, they don't want to put the effort in before they say something to really process if what they're saying is true, is it logical, is it, does it fit the data that we find in front of us. And I just, I think social media, because there's no face to it really, mm-hmm. allows people just to throw out whatever they want rather than actually right. taking time. Right, right. So yeah, so you just said, you know, is it true, is it logical? I was just at a ladies tea the other day and uh, they were talking about, you know, just the, uh, the three rules of whether, you know, whether, you, whether it's worth saying whatever you wanna say, is it true, is it kind? And is it helpful? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I've, we got pastors in the room here, so you know that scripture in First uh, Corinthians, I think it might be 6 or 7, um, all things are permissible, but not all things are expedient, right? Yeah. So just because you yeah. can say it doesn't mean it's Should. a good idea. Mm-hmm. You know? and Absolutely. Wouldn't it be nice if we remember that more often than we do? Right. Yeah. I got rights because I'm American. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, so, and you know, the other thing, you know, you talked about hot button topics, and so, uh, you know, one one of my uh, deals with with what even why I'm doing this podcast, I'm not really one for controversy, you know, and I don't know if I'm squeamish or not, but here's my philosophy: like, I I don't. I don't always name a lot of names. I don't tend to want to talk about um, like buzzwords, right? Because here's here's where I this is where I'm coming from. Because I, I tend to think that people either they do one of two things: they either tune out right away because mm-hmm. they don't want they oh this is where you're going uh, I'm done with you or they put on their choir robes right and yeah. oh preaching to the choir when they hear hear certain names or buzzwords so what you talked about earlier I'm more interested in getting to the issues behind the issues right mm-hmm. right because you know we could yeah and we, we probably will it might be a little more daring today maybe talk about some actual things that are going on in the news this week or the news cycle whatever but um but for the most part 
those are the, it's the catalyst. It's not necessarily the, the things that are, um, the, the, the things that are fueling us or the things that are underneath, you know, and that's where the, the thought comes in. Mm -hmm. That's where, you know, it's more than just reacting or parroting a soundbite that you, that you heard or a bumper sticker or, right. or a tweet or whatever. So, so yeah, so, but having said that, so I am going to ask you this. So what do you, what do you see any of you, this goes to any of you as maybe a defining issue in our day right yeah. now, you know, as in, you know, one that might have some trickle down implications on maybe a lot of the other issues. Bradley, Bradley's coming up stuck. to the mic. Yeah. Uh, I see, I think like the biggest thing right now is uh, fear and complacency. Oh, Sorry. Are you all right? Edit. <laughs> I just swallowed my cup. <laughs> oh, we got to leave this in. <laughs> this is this part of the show now. This is like... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You can't, you can't write this kind of stuff. No, this is... Okay. This is awesome. I'm Candid. good, everybody. Don't this worry about me. I'll be all right. Give me gold right here. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> You're awkward. That is my number Water. one core value. Um, maybe. Um, just wash no, it down I'm good. with some coffee. Yeah, I'll be fine. Coffee. More coffee. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Uh, you were saying, yeah, Bradley. I was, I was saying, uh, I think that the biggest two issues are fear and like unwillingness to stand up for what you believe in. Because like, I mean, you, you, I was telling the guys earlier, like, you know, it's, it's one thing to like believe something. Yeah, I even just said it now. It's one thing to believe it. It's another thing to actually like commit to doing it. Um, right. And I think yeah, a lot of Josh people- Josh Allen example. Exactly, right? yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but like, I think a lot of people will just, um, like for example, like, um, you know, like telling people that you know about Jesus. Like there's a lot of people that will sit there and say like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a hardcore Christian and I believe that we should like reach the world and stuff like that. But they will never once say like, oh, hey, I'm a Christian or I went to church this past Sunday. Like that doesn't come up in the workplace. That doesn't come up yeah. in conversations. Um, and a lot of people, I feel like the, the biggest problem that we have is that everybody's scared to do it. Like you're scared, oh, what, well, what, if, what if this person thinks of me this way? What if this person, um, you know, treats me differently? What if uh, I lose my job for this? What, what happens then? Like everybody's so scared about these issues, um, so nobody says anything. And that's where all of our issues stem from. Fear, yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting that you say that because I, yeah, I think when I think about a lot of the podcasts I've done this past year, I think fear has been one of the one of the themes that we've touched on because obviously I think we can all kind of relate to fear because it's been yeah. on the news and on our phones and everywhere we look every single day. Be safe, be yeah. safe, be safe. Stay yeah. home, stay safe, stay safe, stay safe. By the way, stay safe. Mm -hmm. Be afraid, yeah. be afraid. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe yeah. that's gotten into our psyches yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and I think along with that, there's a moral relativism that's kind of come underneath that too. So truth... Truth used to be a shared, agreed upon set of facts or claims that we could all agree on. Now, everyone truth, did what was right in their own <laughs> eyes. Yep. People do what's mm -hmm. right in their own eyes. Truth has become relativized. So mm -hmm. there's no shared sense of what truth is for many people. It's you've got your truth. I've got my truth. Speak and it's your truth. all and it's all relegated to personal experience. And that is elevated yeah. as the bastion of, of truth. And that's affecting how we we see each other, how we interact with one another, how we treat one another, how we see things like like even race. We've talked about race, which is a hot button issue, but sure. I think I think that relativism has seeped into our culture over mm -hmm. the last several 
uh, decades or so, and it's it's affecting it's affecting things on a, on a, yeah. on a deep level. Yeah, yeah. our um, our one of the things we hear all the time is um, in our in our nation is on the news is our democracy, our democracy. We are not a democracy, and I have a reason for pointing this out. We are a constitutional republic, mm-hmm. and um, whenever the founding fathers, um, I forget which founding father, he said um, uh, this. Um, our nation can only be up, can only be, I'm wording this wrong, but he said it can only be upheld by a moral, righteous people. He said it would only last if it was controlled right. by a moral, righteous pe- people. And the reason they said that is because what Mike said about getting into relativity, <clears throat> as soon as there's relativity, then the whole concept of an absolute constitution, hence a constitutional republic, means nothing anymore. And then even how you read the Constitution is completely abstract and relative, and just people just are trying to find what they want to find, and so mm-hmm. it's it, it all. I, I, I think the root cause is just our departure from absolute truth, mm-hmm. right? Defined by God. Yeah. yeah. When you talked about that, yeah, with the Republic and how, you know that it's more or less morality that that causes mm-hmm. it to stand. I think Oz Guinness, I, mm. I believe. Uh, came came up with that term about the golden triangle. Are you familiar? Is with that, that in the right? fool's talk? Uh, I don't know about the fool's talk. I okay. I only know it because Eric Metaxas co-opted it and put it in, in his book. But he gives him credit for it. Okay. But it's called the golden triangle, mm-hmm. and the idea is it's um you know so at each point it's virtue, morality, and uh, faith, and without any one of them, it falls apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, the, this experiment of yeah. democracy that we've had for 250 years now. It's contingent upon yeah. those yeah. things. And, so, and one yeah. of the things I see in culture today that actually blends with this is more of an epistemological problem. And that's basically how we epistemological, know. Epistemological, that's a ba- big word. Yeah, basically how we come to know yeah. things. Have your yes. dictionary, Alan Ryan. Exactly. This is where Metaxas yeah. would say. <laughs> and for my audience, please explain that word. Bas- basically, we live in a world now where no one trusts anyone. And no one's willing to. I don't. Uh, I can't believe him. I don't. I don't know what's real. I don't know what this is. And I think this plays into the relativistic truth of mm-hmm. I'm going to create my own truth because how do I know what is true? Given that it seems that everyone around me is false to some degree, but mm-hmm. I think we need to go back to foundations of how we can actually know things. And start from there because we can know things and we can test things and we can examine facts and data information to go, okay, yeah, this is, this is what the output is. And there's no other explanation. Therefore, we're reasonable to believe this outcome. And you're sounding entirely too logical. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I just don't get because you. I think there's a conflation, or a, 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 a not, it doesn't follow to the fact that because someone can't tell me what the answer is, that there is no answer. And I think a lot of people think that, which is just basically, it's just false. It doesn't follow from right. that. And so I think when it comes to Christianity as well, let's bring that back to there, that, mm-hmm. well, how do I know I can trust the Bible? Oh, I wasn't there when the archaeologist did it. I wasn't there when Matthew wrote it. Do we know who that Matthew wrote? And they ask all these questions. It's like, wait a minute, there's been millennium of scholarship right. on these things. First of all, just read a book. Mm-hmm. Like you can clearly, we know can, Paul wrote Romans, and here's a, a thousand different facts why Paul wrote the letter to the church at Rome. Right. And it's if we just want to do the work, we can find that we can know things. Yeah. And I think we need to get back to this sort of um, 
this foundational view of how we interpret, how we examine data, how we are to filter information that we get to figure out what is true. Right. And yeah. I just don't think we have that in day and age. And like in a one sentence over social media and a social media facts aren't going to get you to that. Right, because, yeah, if we can't, you know, distill it down to, like you said, like a little pithy saying that yes. I'm not interested because, oh, that's work. But, yeah, so the, the interesting conundrum in all of that, like, so truth yeah. is knowable, right? We can know things, but I think we have this weird um, tension in our culture right now because, mm -hmm. on the one hand, we have this, this mindset that, well, unless I can know everything and you can just know every single thing, I'm not going to believe it. But on yeah. the other hand, even even things like the Big Bang Theory. right. It, there, there are pre there are there are assumptions that are that undergird even that. Yeah. So like that, inf like that inflation is actually true. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So yeah. Right. So you know the unknowable universe. Ninety five percent of the universe is unknown. Mm -hmm. Any astronomer, I just spoke to a really smart guy who said that. So you know. Um, so I believe him because he's the astrophysicist mathematician guy who was <laughs> talking. So, you know, he knows more about it than me. So if he says that 95% of the universe is unknowable, I believe it. And, and yet, if scientists can accept that, wh why do we also insist that we have to know everything about the unknown before we can accept yeah, truth? I, I think accept there, anything. Yeah, yeah, I think there's yeah. a difference, mm -hmm. too, yeah. between certainty and reasonability mm -hmm. and many people are going i want certainty and certainty right. is basically logically there are no other possible possibilities for the outcome and there are very few things i'm certain on like of course you someone could pre present some very ad hoc irrational possibility and go, oh, see, therefore you're wrong. And mm -hmm. I'm going to look at the person and go, what reason do I have to believe that this is true? And I think that's a fair question. Mm -hmm. But if we're looking for certainty, the only thing I'm certain is that I exist. I'm not even certain. Are you certain? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm certain on one thing. Like I can, like, let me give you an example. I'm not certain I'm in this room. Because I can present some, I'm a brain in a vat being poked to think I'm in this room. The but, matrix. But the fact is, there's a I have no reason to think that. Yes. And until you provided yeah. evidence for me to think that, I am extremely rational to believe that right. I'm sitting at a table right. and all my senses are telling me this. So right. I think in a, we live in a world of we need certainty before I literally believe anything. And we need to go back to, like I said, foundations right. of how we know things. Is it what's rational right. when it comes to epistemological issues? Right. And I just... It, which is, I think it's just, I think yeah. it's, it's crazy that we've gone to this. Well, yeah, because we, in many ways, we have, we're consciously untethering ourselves from reality yeah. in well, so many ways. Well, the, th the thing is, there was a point in time not that long ago where if you had to get information, you had to go to the library, you had to get books on it, you had to read it, you had to open yeah, up an actual book and read scholarship. And what you have now is I can just sit on my phone and find the exact same information and the problem with that is there's no intentional effort. Information isn't something that we cherish or that's valuable that we mm. have it. It's, point. Or, it's, or filters. it's disposable. Or filters. And Why would I listen the, to that person? Are they a scholar in this? Right. And there's just there's lots of there's lots of good information on the internet that we can find. Mm -hmm. I love that, but there's lots of bad information out there too. And when you're going onto social media, the algorithm isn't optimized for you to find 
correct information. No, because it's, it's based on your preferences. Yeah, it's based on your preferences. Yep. So you're either getting tailor-made information yep. that suits your particular worldview. Right. So you're not getting, you know, opposing sides. You're in this little echo, echo chamber you've created for yourself. And sometimes you're just getting flat out wrong information too. So right. we need to be aware of that. Right. And what that's, that's a whole that's other doing. topic. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll, yeah. And I'll just interject this, not sure. to take us on a rabbit trail, but I would rather be... Um, be responsible enough or mm-hmm. trusted enough to wait through it myself than to have some third party yeah. say, well, we want to protect you from that misinformation. Because right. that's a whole other world of, yeah. you know, yeah. now we're living yeah. on somebody else's version of reality. Yeah, right. and I, so, I, right. I was going to add, too, you were yeah. saying, like, exactly. Um, you're, you said you interviewed a scientist guy? I did, okay. yeah. Well, I, I don't saying, know why he spoke to me, oh, but okay. he was nice, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, like, you know, he said, um, you know, 95% of the universe is unknowable. Um, or unseen, I un- guess unseen. I would say. Yeah, okay. yeah. Unseen. Yeah. But I, I think it's important, too, to not just take one person's word for it, too. Because today, like, part of, like, the pandemic and, like, the whole lockdown thing was everybody was just willing to take one person's word for it. Yes. And we... Good we, point. We took, like... And I'm, I'm going to name him because I, I really don't okay. like him. Dr. Okay. Fauci. Okay. We, we all took his word for it. And everybody just so blindly follows him. And it's like, oh, this week he says masks are okay. Next week he says masks are not okay. And then we, we so blindly follow one person. We don't follow statistics. We don't follow like logic. Um, we don't follow um, you know, what's actually happening. We're so willing to look at one person and say, oh, well, that person knows what they're talking about because they obviously have more smarts than me. That person might like, be really smart. They might not be really smart, but it's important to take more than one person's view at um, you know, every issue. That is an excellent, yeah. excellent point. And actually, so I'll name the name. The, guy, uh, the guy's name is Dr. Michael Gillen. Oh, well, really brilliant guy. But even he, in fact, he said this in the interview, says, you know, don't just take my word for it. Find out for yourself. Mm-hmm. So when somebody, like, yeah, the thing about trust the experts, trust the experts. Okay, you know what? Experts are experts. That's great. But a true expert has enough humility to, 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 to encourage you to do what you just said. Because truth doesn't need a fortification around it. Truth will stand on its own. It will stand under scrutiny. And if it doesn't, then I guess it's not truth. So, yes, excellent yeah. point, Brantley. So, yeah. all right. So, Pastor Stephen, you've been quiet, and I'm putting you on the spot. Is there anything that you just wanted to add to this? Because I feel that there's wisdom. I mean, uh, we all have wisdom, but usually it's the quietest <laughs> one that has been. I'm just listening. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't yeah. really have a whole lot to say about it besides right. what they all said. No. Yeah, yeah, but well, yeah, I mean, all four of you, and I'm looking at the clock, and wow, the time is going, and I know well, you all have to get into it. Oh, it's yeah. slow? Oh, yeah. oh, so it's even worse mm-hmm. than I thought. So, That's yeah, right. and I had so much more to talk to you about. So, I'm going to skip, because I, you know, I was joking about not wanting to talk about actual issues, um, but um, maybe we can talk again at some time, because I, I would, you know, I, th- I think it's important to talk about and to know how to talk about what's going on right now in the news cycle you know like yeah. so i was just like you know just looking at instagram and social media it's like you know the olympics are in the news and yeah. you know the big controversy over uh simone Biles, thank yeah. you yeah that or you know what's going on with the cdc and the flipping and the flopping and the border crisis identity issues uh, critical race all of it is going on and it's not that we we want to shy away we don't want to offend people but we need to know how to speak about these things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, not to, not to be liked, mm-hmm. not to avoid be you know offending people. That shouldn't be 
the number one goal. We shouldn't want to offend people, but we should want to know how to speak the truth in a winsome way, right? I like that word, winsome. Um, so I guess maybe that's my, my ending serious question. So like thinking about that person in your life who might be diametrically opposed to your worldview, right? And we're all Christians in this room, but we all hopefully know people who aren't, right? And um, they, they might ask you, well, why do you think the way you do about one of these issues, about CRT or, or something, or, or just why do you think, why do you really believe Jesus raised from the dead? Seriously, I thought you were smart. Like, how do you, what do you tell them when they ask you why? I'll go since I was quiet the last thing. Um, well, um, obviously you get to be, be gracious in your response, but I think we've conflated graciousness with softening truth. So Vody Bauckham, I don't know if you've heard of him, he said, so he, he said um, the American church has added an 11th commandment, thou shalt be nice. Mm. And uh, so, yeah. and what, so we define nice, I'm sounding like Ryan, we define niceness <laughs> by what the, how the world tells us so they say, you are not being loving if you tell me that I'm wrong. Mm. And so therefore, we are afraid to say dogmatically, dogmatic firm statements about right and wrong because we don't want to, be, we don't want to come across as not nice, you know? And, um, and so, uh, so um, we, that's one thing about that is I never soften the truth. Yeah. You can you can say truth firmly and lovingly and graciously. You mean like at the same truth time. and grace? Yeah. 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 Like really? Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. and then, yeah, I think we think of those things as mutually exclusive. Like it's either all truth or all grace. And the truth right. is, you can't tell the truth without grace, and you can't be gracious mm -hmm. without mm -hmm. telling the truth. Yep. So, right. But um, Pastor yeah. Mike, you're you're going to say yeah. something? Yeah. And one of the things that I do uh, on top of pastoring is I. Uh, do chaplain work part-time. So I actually go into uh, various work sites in the Buffalo nice. area nice. and interact with people. A lot of those people don't share the same worldview as I do. And you got to toe the line very carefully because you can't proselytize in those contexts. But if they're interested in what you have to say, if they ask you questions, you can, you can tell them. Uh, so what I default to is if they ask me questions about what I believe, I start with my story. Um, they might be able to give me some hard data, some facts that could shed some doubt on what I believe. But what I always rest on is how Jesus saved me, changed my life at 18. Uh, that has never left me. That moment where you know I accepted Christ into my life radically altered my perspective. It radically altered my worldview and nothing has ever been the same from that moment on. And what I always try to do is articulate my story in light of God's larger story that he's been telling of, of his, his work in redempting, redeeming and restoring the world. Um, so they, could, they can refute some of the, the truth claims that I make, but they can't refute my story. Right. Right. So, right. yeah. Yeah, I like that. And we should do a part two for your podcast and talk about those issues. I, I think we should. Yeah. Be, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially CRT. I want to hear yeah. this guy over here. He's yeah. like, he's. He's we the resident expert two. on it. Yeah, I had a whole lightning round that I wanted to get to, but yeah. Seriously, part yeah. two, I'm in. All right, part let's, let's do it. Yeah, because... So, I, yeah. For, towards your question, I guess I 100% agree with Mike. I believe and I know God exists because I experienced him. And if you look at how we know God exists, it's different than what most people in culture understand. So when someone asks me why I believe, I will also say, well, because I met him. Mm -hmm. But... 
that's not what I think they mean by how I, like why I believe these things. Right. So I'll also ask them like, what do you mean by, like when you say why, like mm -hmm. do you want science? Do you want, flight? like what, what are you looking for? Right. Um, so I think once again, back to the questions, like I need you to define what you mean by why. Like to what Steven just already said, mm -hmm. when you say loving, what do, what you, do you mean, mean by right, that? Right, because there's yeah. a lot of assumption, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when people, I was talking to someone the other day, because one of my areas I like is the human sexuality, and they're talking about New York State and marriage. I go, let's stop here. What do you mean by marriage? And their definition of marriage was not my definition of marriage. Mm -hmm. And so we are working from the wrong definite the mm -hmm. assumptions going into it. It's like let's get on the even let's get on an even playing field right. with what we mean by mm -hmm. things a because common starting on the same point. Because right. once yep. we get a common starting point, I am able now to see from your point of view and you from my point of view on why what I believe is the case. So I like to get them on that first. Like this is what I mean by these things first. And I doing apologetics. I think it, there's plenty of reasons why believing in God and believing in Christ is extremely rational. As a matter of fact, I think as a, a com combined worldview, it explains reality and explains everything that we're experiencing, especially when it comes to, like we were talking about morals, or there's no relative, like I don't think we can have objective morality without some transcendent lawgiver. Yep. Mm. Right. I just no. can't figure out a way how to do that. And even right. if you want to put it in some like weird, brute facts, we still know the universe began to exist. So brute facts, it, like they weren't there. Right. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like so there's so yeah. many different like philosophical arguments to look at things. But I think, first of all, because I met him and he showed up for me, if this, is that what you mean by no? Let's get on the same playing field. Mm -hmm. No, let's mm -hmm. talk about the data then if that's yep. what you mean. So I, I think I, uh, I, I believe what I believe because God met me where I was. And then I also back that up with, I think all of reality points to this story in the data that I filter, Christianity explains the data. Right. So that's the common thread I'm hearing so far, but I, Bradley, you haven't weighed in. So let's weigh, have you weigh in and then we're gonna, we're gonna bring this sure. thing in for landing. So uh, since his name has come up so many times, I decided I would read some Ben Shapiro um, because I, I, I don't follow him on Twitter and I, this took me forever to find um, because he tweets so much. Um, he does. I don't have Twitter either. So, um, but I, Good for he, you. Uh, what he was talking about was um, if you want to depolarize American society, begin a simple task. Say publicly that someone you totally disagree with about politics, religion, whatever, um, the other guy basically is a nice human being and people should give them a read or a listen. And I think that that's like the primary thing we should do if, in order to have a conversation is just look at people and say, hey, you're a human too. And I, I get that. And even though we don't agree on everything, we can still have a conversation about mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Dignity, I think they I like have that. lost right? that yeah. ability yeah. in America. Yeah. yeah. Disagree with and be, still be cordial. <laughs> yes. And I, you know what? Little, demonize each other. I, I would like to, I, I believe this actually. I really do believe this that when you get off of the screens and you actually talk with somebody, we, we rediscover that because Humanity. most people, yes, when we're one on one, we're not acting like we do on social media, right? right? So we do, we do still have civility, thank yeah. God, um, and I hope we never lose that because that is that this is the this is the common theme I heard in all of your answers is upholding the dignity of the other person because behind this is a you know saying I, I can't remember who said it but you know behind every question is a questioner. 
right. is a person, mm-hmm. right? So we're not talking to an idea. We're talking to a person who has a story, right? So we share our stories because they have a story. And yes, we speak truth. And yes, we might disagree. But at the end of the day, right, it's, it's not for us to, we're not putting judgment on anybody. We're just speaking what we believe is true. And hopefully they are too. Right. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, all right. We... We have so much more to cover, but I'm going to accept your invitation to do this again for part two. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, thank you so much for being here. This has been wonderful. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Part two, here we come. Part two. Mike says thank you, but he left. Ready. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he gave up on this. Come on. So if you're still here, that can only mean one thing. You can't wait for part two either. Me too. Thanks to Ryan, Pastor Mike, Pastor Stephen, and Bradley, whatever your last name is, for such a great conversation and for being such lovely hosts to a misfit like me. They're pretty smart fellas, them caffeinated Christians, and there's more smarts where that came from. So you can check out their podcast called the caffeinated christian don't settle for decaf look them up wherever you listen to your podcasts and you can look me up too at isleofmisfits.com for podcasts and so much more misfit fun for everyone and hey thank you for listening i really appreciate it and until next time keep owning your awkward keep loving your fellow misfit And keep looking for beauty and truth everywhere.